Blog Talk Radio. The Marketing Technology Blog Radio Show with Douglas Carr, founder of the Marketing Technology Blog and author of Corporate Blogging for Dummies, online marketing strategies, web, search, social, email, mobile, news, tips, tricks, and best practices from actual marketers, search professionals, and social media experts. We'll act like the show never happened, so all our guests in the chat room, we're going to start over here. So welcome, everybody, to a uh, Friday show uh, right here at DK <laughs> New Media Headquarters, take two. <laughs> and uh, we're uh, we're proud to have, uh, they're actually clients of ours as well, but we're proud to have uh, Deliver in the house. Um, so we're going to go around the room and kind of introduce everybody, and then uh, we'll get to talking how Neil started this company out. So yeah. on my left. Well, thanks. Thanks, Doug. On your left, Megan Glover. I'm the Director of Marketing at Delivera. Been at the company about seven months. Um, previously worked with Doug over at Compendium and so yep. somewhat familiar with the B2B software space here in Indianapolis. And um, opportunity became available at Delivera and couldn't pass up working for such an awesome company. And, and so here I am with you today. Yeah, really awesome company too, huh? Very awesome Inc- company. Inc. 500. Inc. 5000, but 5, yeah, yeah. Well, and best five, 500 in a couple of years. So. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, yeah, actually, it's, we're packed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got to go to the convention. Hey, that's that's fantastic. Washington, D.C., a lot of fun. I mean, when you think about that, really, you know, I mean, that's that just had to be mind-blowing, well, you know, that here you are 12 years later and you're one of the fastest-growing companies in the United States. Well, considering there's 3 million small businesses yeah. in the United States, yeah, very yeah. awesome. Incredible. We're, we're honored. Wow. And on Neil's other side? LaVon Temple. Um, I'm the marketing coordinator at Delivera. I started there as a marketing intern during my senior year of college at Butler University and just had my year anniversary at Delivera. Congratulations. That's Thank fantastic. You. And Butler graduate? Yep. So go Butler. So we talked yeah, a little bit last yeah. time about how many Butler folks there are in the marketing world. It's a little bit crazy. So, so Neil, we were talking a little bit uh, before the show, before the show that wasn't the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're talking. Well, yeah. yeah, that you moved here from Phoenix. You're from Minnesota, correct? Yeah. Uh, but you moved here from Phoenix and started started Delivera 12 years ago when there was really nobody was using email yet, right? Uh, not really. Or very few. I think people were still using fax machines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, FedEx. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And you were you were explaining how what is, what was it? You went to a show and someone asked you. Uh, yeah, so I was at a networking event, uh, you know, because uh, didn't have any marketing budget, uh, and uh, this networking is event is where you know business want to go around the table, introduce themselves, and pass around their cards. Uh, so I stood up, said what I did, and uh, said, "Is there any questions?" Uh, and uh, the first question was, uh, Neil, do you make a living doing this? <laughs> and my answer was, I hope to someday. <laughs> well, it worked out, I think, pretty good, right? You know, it certainly did, uh, much to uh, my surprise. Who would have thought? Yeah. Well, I mean, but that was uh, that was an edgy move back then, right? Uh, well, you know, it was. It was. This was uh, back when, uh, you know, I called the dot com boom. Uh, yeah. People were building websites, and so I, you know, there's something there. The yeah. internet, whatever it was back then, I wasn't sure. Right. Uh, but I wanted to be part of um, 
that revolution. So I started poking around, you know, looking for something that wasn't fatty, that was kind of infrastructure play that could be around a while. Uh, and uh, my wife worked at the post office at the time, yeah. which allowed me to poke around without a job. Before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, they say behind every successful man is a good woman uh, yeah. with a job and health insurance. So that's, yeah. that's, that's how I got started. Uh, but she worked at the post office. And I think, uh, you know, it's been a while that I'm looking at postal mail and uh, going, you know, I wonder if there is a uh, internet replacement for physical mail. Yeah. Um, so the boss that I worked with prior to uh, you know, thinking about uh, email said, Neil, if you ever find a business uh, that meets these three criteria, your chances of being successful are very good. Criteria were uh, old adage, uh, you know, faster, cheaper, better. Yeah. So. You know, I looked at email versus postal mail. Yeah, cheaper. Yeah, sure. Uh, faster. Yeah, pretty much. Right. Uh, and is it better? Well, more convenient. Yeah, that too. So yeah. I go, hmm, might have something here. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's when I came good. from direct mail, you know, I came. I'm I'm old enough to remember, yeah. you know, and 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 it was, you know, the transition for me was much like that. It was. I sat there and you know we would put out a, you know, we do mailings for all of our clients. Yeah. And then you wait two to three weeks to see what response rates were, right? I mean, you tagged it with a special code, and you made sure that people used that code when they went in the store and everything. And and it wasn't until three weeks later whether you knew whether you bombed or, you know, had something going well. Yeah. And, uh, you know, as soon as I saw, you know, in, and uh, as we were when we were over at the Star, it was funny because I tried to talk them into um, back then, you know, doing email, and they were like, oh, no. You know, we're making too much money on direct mail. It's forty percent margin or something like that, and uh, and I was just going, this is nuts. We need to be doing this, and and uh, thank thankfully they asked me to leave. <laughs> you know, I was just, I was always, it was always internet. I was always like, what are we doing? What are we doing? There was another guy there, Bob Jonason, uh, who's teaching now down in uh, Southern, uh, down at IU. I know Bob. Nice. Do you know Bob? Very nice guy. Great, great guy. And Bob, Bob was running basically the internet for the Star with like three people. Like it was, it was like the fastest growing revenue, fastest everything. But he couldn't get like more than three people. Like they would not let him. And uh, and so it was, it was me and him would just sit there and say, Oh my God, this is exploding, and we can't. We can't invest anything into it, you know, and it was just, it was, it was crazy, you know, so, so kudos to you for taking that leap. That's, that's incredible. Uh, well, it's, uh, it's been a great run uh, tw for 12 years, but the business continues to change. Yeah. You know, I, I think back as to why we were originally successful. Uh, at the time, people really couldn't understand uh, why they should pay for email when they can send it free out of Outlook. Right. Uh, which people still do today to a certain extent. Yeah. Uh, but there's really two uh, two things that happened that uh, put uh, email service providers on the map. Uh, one was uh, regulation. So when the CAN-SPAM Act came out, uh, now people got worried they were going to get in trouble. Sure. And uh, so they contracted out email so they'd have somebody to blame. Yeah, yeah. Wrong. The throat to choke. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. And then, then the other... Uh, uh, you know, the great event uh, that happened to our business, which is still here, of course, is, is the advent of spammers. Yeah. Uh, and uh, because of that, uh, the, the spam software people got into business, or anti-spam, uh, they started filtering. 
So, you know, all of those organizations that were sending their own mail now can't get mail delivered because they don't know how to get through the filters. Right. Uh, so they need to hire that out, and there we were. Yeah. So, um, you know, more to come, but, you know, those are the two major events that I think created the industry we're in today. Yeah. Well, and you guys had, I mean, Deliver is one of those hidden gems in the industry, right? I mean, you guys weren't, you know, blockbuster on TechCrunch and everything else. Um, but you're slowly, slowly growing this incredibly dedicated, one, the employees, you know, obviously, because you, you've got the, you know, places to work, um, mm -hmm. you know, uh, certain, what is it, an award? award recognition, yeah. You know, yeah. and then the other one is all of the customers that I ran into that were deliverer customers just love working with your team. I mean, the, and, and that's, that's a little bit different. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> then, then uh, I mean, software as a service companies. I think um, there was this myth when software as a service companies, um, you know, started that it was money in your sleep. You just turn the system on and and uh, let people self serve, and you're just going to make tons of money, you know. And what people have found out, you know, over the years is that software as a service doesn't work unless you have service, mm -hmm. you know, and you guys had it all along. Mm -hmm. um, you know, what what was it that, you know, just inspired you guys to just take that on immediately and, and say, we're going to be, a, you know, uh, aside from you just being a good guy, that we're just going to, we're going to be a great service organization? Uh, well, I think a lot has to do with our capital structure, Doug. Uh, okay. You know, typically, uh, a technology company um, starts because a couple or three founders have an idea, they have no capital, then they go to a venture capitalist and raise money. Yeah. Uh, and uh, as part of raising money, they um, uh, they have projections with regard to revenue that are very optimistic. Right. Uh, so, uh, you know, they, they, they land the dollars and they hire salespeople and they're out selling, selling, selling uh, in order to get the second round of financing. And service just doesn't seem, it doesn't right. take priority. Just catch up, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, if it ain't broken, don't fix it with service. We took a different track. We didn't raise money. Uh, we felt that the way to raise money was to uh, find customers that'll stay with you and pay their bills, yep. and then use you know use the money the customers pay you to grow the business. Now, the, the difference is like, that's that's insane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's the race between the, the tortoise and the hare. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, we're kind of tortoisey here in uh, Indiana. Yeah, but no, I mean, I, I think that that that's important for people listening too, though. That um, you, you know, I'm not gonna obviously we're we're up to three people here at DK New Media, but you know, it was started with zero. <laughs> I didn't even have the wife with healthcare. <laughs> so so uh, you know, but uh, but. You know, I tell everybody that I, I, I don't. It, it's been the same with us, right? You have to make really tough decisions every day, you know, to make sure that you're growing the business the right way, keeping the lights on, taking care of employees, taking care of customers. You know, when a customer leaves a small business, it's it has a huge impact, you know, and so you have to take care. You you have to make it a culture to take care. You don't have just cash floating, you know, to to oh well, someone bailed. Let's sign five more people up and, you know, see how long we can keep them for. Okay. Well, you're running, running a business out of uh, cash that you generate internally. Um, 
it's great discipline. Yeah. Um, and it, uh, it makes you focus on those things that, uh, that need to happen, and you let, you let go of those things that maybe you don't need to happen but are more fun. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm kind of curious if, if maybe that also uh, included maybe firing some early customers. You know, I, I'm fascinated by your the, the story of how you chose to grow and you, you said capital structure. That, that forces a lot of discipline, as you, you said, and, and so one of the things that um, sometimes happen is you, you realize some of those early folks maybe are are part of the longer term. Any anything to share along those lines? Uh, well, we have a vetting process um, in uh, qualifying customers, um, and I mentioned earlier this the spam issue in our business. I think I read this recently: 98% of all commercial email yeah. is unwanted. So, uh, so. You know, we, we get a lot of customers that have bought an email list uh, uh, that don't have permission to contact uh, the email addresses that they purportedly have opted into. Right. Uh, so, you know, last time I checked, about four out of five prospects with a check in hand don't get through the door of delivery. Yeah. Now, we're not unique in the industry because, after all, people pay us to get their email delivered, yeah. hence the name Delivera. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and if we start you know, spamming uh, the major uh, internet service providers, I guess who's not going to get their mail? All, all email, right? <laughs> so yeah. Really, the hard part in our business isn't spending it on getting delivered, although there's, there's, you know, there's an art and a science to that. Yeah. It's choosing the right customers. Yeah. Uh, and I don't care if you're in the email business or technology business or, or own a hardware store. Uh, choosing your customers correctly will shape uh, the culture and the kind of business that you'll have. So we're very cautious and careful about uh, who we partner up with customer-wise. Yeah. That sounds yeah. like some very wise advice. I commend you. Yeah. And how many customers are you guys up to now? Uh, 642. Wow. Today. That's awesome. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. Those are direct clients. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Megan. Uh, if you count the clients that are or customers that are customers of our clients, yeah. uh, now you're talking thousands and thousands. Wow. And how many employees? 30 employees. 30 employees? Yeah, and, you get, yeah. and you're located up in uh, up in Carmel? Yeah. No, no? I, not not yet. We're, we're oh. in south of 96th Street in the President. No, we're, we're in Indianapolis. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're right on that coast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll probably see the sign from our building. Exactly. Yeah. Welcome yeah. to Carmel. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think about 200 feet from Carmel. Yeah. yeah. 200 feet from Carmel. No brick areas in Carmel. Right, right. Yeah. It's a little south and roundabout, and that's where we are. Yeah. When did you When did you know? You know, I mean, over the 12 years, when did you know that you you know you were on to that that this was definitely the right you know the right step in the right direction? Oh, that's a tough question. Uh, you know, I never looked back, and I never doubted. That's good. Uh, the, the idea was to have persistence, determination, and staying power. This was a new industry, Internet. Uh, yep. and email was even newer than, than, than websites. Sure. So I just figured if I could hang in there long enough, things would happen. That's awesome. So um, that's... Uh, and, and, your, and your wife was hanging on too, right? Well, you know, she left the post office after a few years. So. <laughs> Well, good uh, move on. Came to work for me. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like they're kind of in trouble now. So yeah. Looks, yeah. Looks she good. wanted to work indoors instead of outdoors. <laughs> That's also look. We got some. Uh, oh, oh wow. Valerie Stroll is. Uh, Aaron Sparks said, "Great company, Delivera." So and uh, Valerie Stroll's in in uh, in the chat room too. She's a good friend of ours. 
uh, blogger out there. Hi, Aaron. Remember you. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron asked if Alex was still with Deliver. He is. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. See? Staying power. That's yeah. what we're talking about. Alex is a lifer. He can't go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, I mean, that's another key, too, that if you're keeping employees happy, obviously less turnover is, is less abrasive to your customers, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, there's nothing that you know, there's nothing that's more aggravating that someone that knows your entire history, why you bought, why you everything, yeah. and all of a sudden you start flipping, you know, customer service representatives every three days where, yeah. <laughs> you know, explaining it all over to the new person every month, right? It's all about that service. Yeah. It's about relationships. Yeah. Yeah. No, and Neil's very humble because I mean, he, he um, you know, just being a new person coming into the environment, it's, it's the way that he and the rest of the team care about the employees to that point, Doug, is just insane. I mean, you know, they'd rather invest in talent and keeping employees happy um, as opposed to, well, what's our margin this month? And, you know, and, oh, oh, well, we need to maybe pull a seat because uh, we need to really spike up the the margin of our software sales. I mean, it's it's just a very different, um, you know. Well, your boss is your clients, right? You know, instead of investors or a bank or or whatever. We are working for the clients. Yeah, that's fantastic. Well, let's take a short break. I want to, we'll do a slingshot ad. Slingshot SEO here in town is a sponsor. And uh, we're going to get Deliver's ad up there here pretty soon too, guys. Looking forward to it. We'll get Paul Poutier in the house to to, uh, welcome you guys on board. So. Searching for a bigger online footprint? Slingshot SEO, helping deserving brands achieve growth through Internet searches. A passion to maximize the science of search translates into action plans for deserving brands like yours, shaping online conversations about your business and making your business more visible to search engines. Slingshot SEO, digital relevance for deserving brands. Visit SlingshotSEO.com for more information or call 888-603-7337. Let them know you heard about them on the Marketing Technology Blog. We used to turn the mic off, and then when we used to turn it back on, we'd get this incredible like echo going and everything, and then it just squeals and people are running for the hills. Um, so now we keep it on. So it's always funny. I forget to tell people. And then as soon as I start the commercial, someone usually starts joking. You know? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, <laughs> hot mic, hot mic. Uh, I'm sorry that we didn't embarrass ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's what's the, uh, you know, what's a day in the life of Deliver? Are you guys, uh, you know, is it, you were you were telling me beforehand, and this is why I'm asking. It's a leading question, but you guys have a Christmas tree uh, contest or a Christmas decorating mm-hmm. contest going right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, Lon, you want to spearhead it? She's a member of the, our holiday planning committee. It's, it's exactly like the office. Yeah, yeah, we're trying to we're trying to prep for the holidays here. So to, this week we've been everyone's been decorating their cubicles and offices, getting ready, and today was the judging for it. So. I mean, I'm not going to say that I won because I don't know yet, but I was bribing them with cookies. So. <laughs> so you can be on the committee and you can win? You can. You can. Oh, I don't know. So, so who's judging? Yeah. We had out that we had BSA um, okay, members, nice. which is in the building that we're in, actually come and judge. So they were unbiased. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or, yeah. Completely removed. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> totally yeah. unbiased. Yeah, yeah. It was, it, and people were, got pretty cutthroat. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, yeah. it was fun. It was a lot of fun. So the day in the life of, you just never know, mm-hmm. right? I mean, right. everyone works really hard, and we have some, a lot of fun, too. Is it a is it quiet, you know? Depends uh, on the or, day. Yeah. Or, nerf, or is it Nerf guns, you know? <laughs> I would, I'd be anxious to hear you. <laughs> I hear a burst of laughter regularly from my office. That's so good. That's I good. Would, that quiet would not describe our office correctly. Yeah, we we get in trouble here. We have thin walls, so, and uh, it's really funny because our next door neighbors, they're uh, um, Hispanic talent. Agency, so uh, when when they get loud and boisterous, I have no clue what they're talking about, you know. And sometimes it's during the radio show. I have no idea what you know what they're saying. So it's uh, I keep telling people I'm gonna have to start picking up Spanish so I can talk to them through the wall. Yeah, no, no, they'll come over. They'll come over. We're on a conference call, please. (laughs) So, but they've been great neighbors. But it's really funny because we have to. We have to tone it down just a little bit. I think they're used to Friday afternoons, though, uh, now with the with the radio show. We've conditioned them. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I've got a question. Do um, Is one of your significant competitors the, kind of the do-it-yourselfers, uh, or, or have people largely recognized that they can't do it themselves anymore, that they have to have someone like Deliver providing uh, you know, doing providing a service for them. Uh, I read an article survey recently. Ninety-four percent of marketers uh, are uh, outsourcing um, their or marketing email to a service such as ours or one of our competitors. So yeah. uh, it's 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 uh, much easier. Uh, cost is negligible. Um, well, I, I know it's a smart thing to do, but not everybody. You, you know, you've got the not invented year syndrome and and people that just insist on recreating the wheel. It's it's that trade in time, right? That trade off in time. You know, how how could I possibly compete with a company that spent twelve years fine tuning, you know, the art of email marketing? <laughs> how you know, and I'm going to do that with what Outlook and an Excel spreadsheet? You know, I mean, it's just not going to work. Yeah, you know, email is a utility. Uh, you outsource your electricity and your gas and your water and yeah. your email. That's just yeah. That's just the way it is. Yeah, the the thing about it is, so many internal groups, so many internal IT people think that you know they have to have control of everything, um, especially when you start talking about standards and um, you know you get these huge corporations that they want to make sure security and all that taken care of. So you know, a lot of times I've seen the mentality of, well, it, you know, I think it was you, Harry, said not invented here. You know, um, so how do you guys overcome that? Well, you know, I think that may have been an attitude years ago. Uh, but IT departments today uh, have, have so much to do yeah. and, and so few resources. Uh, email is something they can get rid of that's, uh, excuse me for using the phrase, you know, a pain in the butt. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, when, when some uh, somebody in the marketing department comes down to IT and says, how come Joe didn't get his email? That's yeah. the last thing they need to do is spend you know, an afternoon investigating that. Right. We, uh, we, had, a, we had a client and, you know, we, we got him on email a while back, but... Uh, we had a client, and I remember when we first signed up, said, you know, we said, well, do you have everybody's email address, you know, that that comes to the site? And they said, yeah, we have like thirty thousand of them. And we're like, oh, cool. What do you, you know, what are you doing with them? Well, we don't do anything with them. They're in our database. And we we're like, well, are you, are you emailing them? 
And they said, well, yeah, every once in a while we put out an email. And I'm like, oh, cool. So what's the click-through rate? They said, well, our IT guys send the email. What? You know, and I'm like, <laughs> we're like, are you kidding me? You're sitting on a gold mine here, you know? And they and they never, and as soon as we started, it was a 13-week, basically, education program that, that Jen, um, you know, she did the whole project and brought in uh, Radius to do content on and everything else. And, uh, you know, it was literally first week, a little bit of a response. Next week, more response. Next week, you know. And uh, and it was it was really unfortunate. The company, you know, kind of totally shifted directions and bailed on the whole product that they were selling. But it was like at the end of 13 weeks, they were, they were getting fantastic click-through rates on this. And these were people that had showed up at one time and left, you know. So they didn't realize that, you know that these people would still be interested in you know in coming back and when it, when we we spoke we spoke at the you know at the convention center just a couple of days ago and um all commerce you know companies in the in the racing and not doing email yeah. you know and and we're you know wow you know these are i mean and especially it's a hardcore you know racing is just this hardcore sport where people are total enthusiasts They'll give you. They won't just give you your your email address. They'll name your firstborn kid after you. You know, and uh, and it was it was incredible to us that you know they they hadn't even thought about it. But they asked us. They said, "What well, what would be the first thing that you do?" We talked about search, social, everything else, and I said, "Well, the first thing I do is email." You know, because you guys, there's money right there, and especially in e-commerce, right? I mean, it's. It's money. Uh, I hate to say it, but it is money in your sleep. You know, well, email. You're leaving money on the table. You're leaving money on the table. Yeah. I like to say the email is the, the workhorse of the internet. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the it's the push medium. Uh, social, right. great. We do yeah. we do lots of it, but that's more of a pull. Uh, well, the irony well, the is. The thing about it is. Yeah. You, you, go ahead. Go ahead. No. Go ahead. I, I was gonna say the thing about it is, uh, you know, there are numerous articles all over the web about why is face why was Facebook so successful. And, and it comes down to email because every time somebody commented on something, every time somebody liked something, Facebook sent out an email which pulled you back into their site and drew you back in, engaged you, and pulled you back in, which made them grow exponentially. And you know, because then it was you know, invite your friends with email and all that stuff. Email is the backbone of social media. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's the way that you have to re-engage people and pull them back into the conversation, which is what it was without social. Yeah, so point of fact, you know, yeah. every time one of my friends has a birthday, Facebook sends me an email to remind me. I just love that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You just wish you could be their vendor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that might be a little uh, big bit of a project. Yeah, that would that would be a that would be a fun one. Well, and I do think they actually waste some of their emails too. You know, I mean I think I think um well, transactional messaging, right? You know, your clients probably do a ton of transactional men messaging. It's an opportunity, right? Transactional messaging doesn't have to be, you know, here's your new password. It could be here's your new password and, oh, did you know that we have a webinar coming up on the 5th? <laughs> yeah, that's you know? a often overlooked uh, touch point yeah. uh, because marketers tend to think of email as maybe a batch of blast right. uh, or they have to have some kind of offer and they have to have the uh, the design group put something together where 
like you say, yeah. every time there is a touch point and transactional that you're touching all the time, why not have uh, an offer and a call to action as a part of that receipt or as as a, as a part of that invoice yeah. or, or or whatever. I I love you know like if uh, if I buy something on you know like Amazon. What is the email? My email confirmation has the top accessories for the thing that I bought. Oh my gosh! You know, I wind up clicking again and buying something else. You know, because you like to spend. I do like to spend. Yeah. Amazon is the pioneer in that area. Yeah, they're 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 pretty good. You know, they're pretty good at on-site and you know and email. What other mistakes do you see? You know, people doing with their email marketing programs where. Um, you know, you're just going, boy, you guys are investing money and time into this, but, you know, you, you, you're just clearly not leveraging it, right? Well, it, what I see all too often is organizations sending email, uh, said another way, pushing content. Uh, they really don't know who's on the other end. Uh, they're using aggregate statistics like, you know, 20% open rates and 2% click rates. And and I go, well, what does that mean? And they go, well, I'm not really sure. That's just what we get. Uh, um, so, uh, you know, that's uh, particularly this time of the year. Um, I find myself unsubscribing from, yeah. you know, those kind of organizations that and some of them that are sending me uh an offer every day since Cyber Monday. Yep. And it's been like about 10 days, uh, and, you know, not for that, so yeah. I'm subscribing off those. And stuff. you didn't respond to the first 10. Why do they think that you're going to respond to the 11th? Right? They, they don't care. They're, yeah. they're just, yeah. just flooding the, the email box. So uh, today, uh, the marketers that are making email work are looking at engagement. And by engagement, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking at, who, who is opening your email and who isn't? At the very basic. Yep. And if someone never opens an email and you send them a hundred of them, you know, stop sending. Yeah. Uh, or re-engage them with something different because it just isn't working. Right. Um, right. Uh, also, uh, you know, today with you know the cost of, of data storage uh, being so inexpensive, uh, there's no excuse for marketers uh, not to market based on behavior. Um, and by here, I'm talking about not just the, the, the email analytics, but you know you can import web analytics and overlay those. Right. Uh, web, web, you know, what page do people visit? Right. Uh, send an email based on on that type of uh, interest, or send email based on purchase history. Overlay that over the analytics and email history. Now you can create what we call cluster groups, uh, and they have different behaviors, and uh, send them different offers and track all that sort of thing. Now, there's some work involved here. Right. Uh, but the response rate will increase, uh, you know, factorially if you'll do all that. Yeah. And But, uh, you know, the flip side of that is, okay, Neil, you know, it sounds good. I understand it works. Uh, just me in the marketing department. <laughs> yeah. Or I could just go buy ads. <laughs> uh, and I've got to buy ads, and I've yeah. got to do the, all these other things. Yeah. So how's the, how does that happen? Uh, so in our industry, uh, it's morphing into, uh, you know, really three groups. I call it the entry-level group. These are the, the free or cheap guys uh, where you really don't need anything to happen. You're not, you don't need a response. You're sending out a monthly newsletter to the association membership. Yep. So you don't care. Uh, you just want to get it done. Uh, and then on the high end, I call it the enterprise uh, providers. Uh, they're, they're integrating social and email and purchase and, and Twitter and doing that for, you know, tens of millions of, of followers for major corporations, you know, we don't get into that business either. Yeah. In the middle market, 
uh, you know, companies between not caring about anybody buying and it's very complicated. That that's where Deliverus is. That's that's our sweet spot. Nice. So, nice. Uh, so you know, those organizations that don't have the time know what they should do to rely on our marketing teams, our deliverability teams, our, our, our production and our designers and our deployment people uh, to, to help them get to the next level. Yeah. And that's it, right? Slow, continuous improvement of your program over time, and things actually start getting easier after a while, right? Well, you peel back uh, the onion, so to speak, yeah. and uh, yeah. you discover uh, you know, how sweet it is on the inside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, you wrote Levon, You wrote a blog post today, and mm-hmm. and I loved it. I absolutely loved it because um, you talked about the marketer's dilemma nowadays, and that's that I've got one more thing to do, one more thing to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, if anybody hasn't read it on the marketing tech blog, there's basically three easy things that you know that you could start today, especially when it's email. Mm-hmm. You know, just to kind of simplify your workload. So. I'm not going to tell anybody what those are. They have to go read the post. Yes, nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice with these. Check out the blog post, retweet it, like it, everything else. <laughs> well, what do you What do you think is next? What do you think is around the corner? Because what we're what we're tending to see is we're seeing. Um, it was funny. We did a uh, we did put up like an infographic of marketing automation mm-hmm. uh, yesterday, and uh, I loved one of the guy's comments was like. This is apples and oranges because everybody calls everything marketing automation nowadays. Like there's there's some guys that do a great job where they they might take and um, integrate GoToWebinar with email with Salesforce, and other guys will do a great job and they'll say, you know, marketing automation is website e-commerce to email with uh, purchase behavior. You know, and other guys will say, you know, and and it's like no two marketing automation companies actually are alike. You can't, you you know, you almost have to look at well, what are the systems and processes that we have internal, and then how can we create a program that well, you know, is there something that we could buy that matches just that? Could could they not also be industry specific? You know, I mean, Some of them, I, yeah. I'm looking at our digital home info product, uh, Connected Mobile's real estate marketing product, and you know we automate, if you will, um, uh, listing promotion for our agents through uh, social media and text and toll free and all that stuff. Um, so uh, YouTube video and all that too. So from my perspective, we do automate marketing, but very narrowly defined in a, a specific industry because it's a solution for it. So I think that may be part of it too, and that uh, you know, industry specific or need specific, kind of along the lines of what you're talking about with process and all that too. But it seems like it's it seems like people are looking to that as the next solution, but there's really not a you know you can't match every solution to every problem. And automation isn't the magic bullet either. I mean, right. if you think that automation is going to free up an already shoddy uh, strategy. Nice. Yeah. You're, you're naive. Yeah. So to be honest with you, I think if it's... you got a crap product, a crap email, isn't going to help you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So honestly, I I, I think it's the next phase of email marketing. I, I'd be interested to know what people think. I mean, we're turning back to basics too. I yeah. mean, I think you're going to see a lot of, um, and it, it already has made this shift. But I mean, the shift from. Um, you know, email marketing to a lot of people to tighter, really honed-in segments, which, you know, for, for us, I mean, Deliver, we, we are slowly moving away from 
volume. And yeah. what we're doing is we're listening to our clients and saying, instead of volume, what they really need is help with strategy and, you know, let's get your program up and running before we ever start talking about triggers and automation and incorporating all this data that, frankly, you can't use right now. Yeah. Well, and what's your, what, I know Neil's statistic about using Word, that, I mean, the average person uses what? Three, 3% of the program. 3% of the program? <laughs> yeah. And that's the same with, with technology, and it's certainly the mm -hmm. same with our software. Yeah. That, you know, we, I we, we found the same thing with the real estate marketing platform in that we'll get one or two people that absolutely scream up and down that they've got to have a feature, and 97 others won't. Won't ever use it or touch it, so we don't we don't implement it. We tell them off if you don't want it. So as well. Steve Jobs said, you got to tell people what they need. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I got a question. I, I'm gonna uh, again go back to real estate. I was uh, had a meeting yesterday with a, a fellow about his real estate marketing plan for next year, and during the course of it, email marketing came up, and and realtors are really really uh, an interesting group in that they they're stuck on some of the older or, or tried and true, I guess I should say, methods of marketing. And he was comparing email marketing to direct mail marketing. And he was telling me, you know, I want to target this area of this neighborhood. Can you give me their email addresses? Wow. <laughs> and I said, no, I can't do that. That's not what email marketing is for, you know. And, um, you know, he couldn't get it past his head. Why would I send emails to people that I already know? Yeah, I mean, he literally yeah. said that to me. And, and, you know, I said, well, it's about, and I, what I ended up saying was, well, you're a realtor. You've been a realtor for a long time. Have you ever had a friend not use you as a realtor? Yeah. And he said, well, yeah. I said, well, that's because you weren't communicating with them, yeah. you know? Yeah. But, you know, I mean, how, do you guys encounter that sort of mentality and how do you overcome that? Uh, well, you know, the difference here is between acquisition marketing um, and uh, retention marketing. Right. And uh, email is all about retention because you need permission. Uh, so you have to kind of split that up and, and explain it. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a that's a that's a really good point. You know, the the thing with that too is, um, and Megan, what you said is, I am surprised. You know, I mean, the companies that we work with, I think, are pretty advanced companies, and I'm surprised at the number of them that don't even do the basics. Mm -hmm. You know, so basic. Let let's say the the first thing. So obviously, creation of an email is important, mm -hmm. but the first thing, like testing. You know, yeah. and 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 benchmarks. Do you know what a good open rate for your that particular segment? I mean, yeah. And and have you ever tested, you know, three designs to see which one works? Uh, images versus, you know, different titles, different subject lines, different, you know. And I'm always surprised that that, you know, they don't even get to step one. I, I mean, we had lots of clients, honestly, that weren't doing email, you know. And so I think, you know, we talk about what's next, what's coming down the pipe, but, but it, you know, it's to your point, 97% of your app isn't used by most of your, you know, by most of, and I'm, I'm looking at Adam. Um, That's but, not true. I, I don't put those features in. You know, I'm not <laughs> okay. Microsoft. Okay, there you go. Right? So that was the word, not, not, not me. Anyhow. <laughs> But then I think you're, that you also have the, juxta, you know, the juxtaposition of um, the fact that you are dealing with marketers who like the shiny objects. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So to your point, yeah, marketing automation is hot right now, and there are a lot of really cool systems out there. It doesn't mean that it's right for everybody, even yeah. if it's shiny. Well, and, and, you know, one of the things that has stuck in my mind, you, you said earlier, you said magic word, work. It, it takes work, 
And the, Nobody wants know, to do that. You know, the, shiny, no. the shiny object, you know, it, it's somebody who thinks there's a silver bullet and automation is the silver bullet, but it doesn't replace work. Right. Well, and that's something we've run into uh, in just about every industry we've worked with uh, at Connected Mobile is they, whoever it is you're talking to, they, they don't really have a solid understanding of marketing or, or a solid uh, you know, or a graph or desire to really market. They just want that silver bullet, and that's what they're looking for. They'll come, they, you know, come to us for text messaging and thinking that that's going to bring in a million dollars and and or whatever. And it's just, you know, it's just a horrible thing when you know you're talking to somebody and you're and they're they're betting it all on one thing, and you're just. <laughs> not gonna, you know, you're never gonna satisfy them. So I'm sure you guys have run into that quite a bit. Too. I worked, uh, you know, I worked in email for two and a half years, and and it was always bridging the gap between sales consulting, you know, because I'm a geek techie, and then and then implementation after you know the customer was signed on, and it was always funny because these, you know, these we get these RFPs and these requests that. You know, they they basically went out and searched Google for every email feature known to man. You know, and they make you fill out a hundred-page RFP that says whether you do it or not. You know, and then they pick your competitor because he had three more features than you had, um, and you never implemented him in the first five years that you were using the app, anyways. You know, and it's 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 amazing to me. You know, instead of just saying, you know what, who's the right fit for our business mm -hmm. culturally? You know, who are people that we want to work with for the next, you know, three years? Well, that's a business process flaw in and of itself yeah. in that they're not really looking for partners. They're they're just looking for a vendor that's going to, you know, give give them a product and let them run with it and instead of, you know, partnering with them to help them get the most out of it. Yeah. So. Or the other one was haggling, you know, for that one penny, that one penny less, you know, and, and, uh, and then they didn't send enough money. Yeah, you know, to get the discount anyway. <laughs> so always amazing to me. And Kevin Mullet in the in the chat room. Kevin Kevin said, and I totally agree with him that he's never seen a perfect pro program or a launch. You know, it's always limited by time, money, you know, other resources. I, I totally agree. I, I don't think, know what he's talking about. You don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> you have everything. Absolutely, absolutely <laughs> yeah. perfect. And now you guys got a relationship, right? Deliver yeah. and, yes, and Connected Mobile. So yeah, we do. Adam's a great guy, very reliable. If you want to do texting, uh, my hands up. I'm nominating Adam. And Connected Mobile. <laughs> <laughs> we'll plug well, in for you. you. I appreciate that. Well, and you have clients utilizing mo mobile through your service, right? Yeah. Matter of fact, the, uh, the service that we're using uh, Adam for, we call it Text to Subscribe. Yep. Want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. Basically, the, um, you know, all of our clients are, have a different use case depending on their business and industry, but the whole idea is um, actually the acquisition piece. Yep. You know, email is a great retention communication tool, but the uh, text to subscribe is this, this acquisition piece. So what it does is allows, uh, it allows people to type in a short code to a specific, um, or a number to a specific short code, and then you are added into that list. So um, we have... For instance, the University of Evansville is, is taking it to career fairs. And so what they'll do is on their booth, you, have you seen it? The, you know, I'm working the, with them in the stadium in Evansville right now on the stadium and stuff, the athletic side of it. So. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, 
you may not be able to go up and say, hey, join our email list, but you can sure see that text to subscribe on that banner, whether you're a... You know, I'm a huge fan, and, and when, when you guys implemented that, the first person I called was Adam and said, how can I do this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he did. And, um, and, uh, so I was... I was his second text to subscribe, and it's all your fault. Guilty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, the thing that I found about text to subscribe is that it really enables you to take a, a process and put it immediately in somebody's hands when they're when they're interested, as opposed to you know whether or not they may or may not fill out a form or you know go home and then get online and Absolutely. fill it out and, and that sort of thing. So you're you're able to immediately. High pressure them right into opting in right then there's, and there. So. Yeah. <laughs> Two places I love it. Yeah. So I speak all the time. Yeah. And so um, you know, at one event, at one event, um, what was it like twenty six? Twenty six or twenty seven? I had a room about. Yeah, I had a room about. I think there was about seventy people, and twenty six percent of them opted in right there. Now what I did was I literally said, you know, at at my closing, I said, if you could all do me a favor. Mm -hmm. If you could all do me a favor right now and get your phones out and text, you know, as MKTG to 71813, that will subscribe you for our weekly newsletter. And everybody got out their phones, and some faked it, and yeah. some did it, you know. But uh, but the, the great thing, I came out of there, and I remember telling Adam, like, the first time, I just had it on slide. And I don't think we got any. Did we? I don't, you got a much lower yeah, one or two. when you put that When I put it out in there. front of everybody, it was instant. And then we just did this event, and I noticed we had a few more people mm -hmm. at this event do it. And uh, and then the other place I have it is I have it on our Foursquare check-in here. For oh, sure. So if yeah. you check in on DK New Media, it says text right. you know yeah. to, to sign up for our newsletter. Yeah. And it's just someone sitting on a phone, right? Yeah. So why not opt in right there? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I keep thinking about ways. That's just yeah. such a and convenient way. One of my favorite, too, is a client of ours actually in the HVAC industry. Okay, when you think of that, do you think of very excitement, excitement right? <laughs> but what they do is they, uh, you know, every time a technician's out there, they have this business called MyHouseFilter.com that will automatically remind you to change your house filter. And then oh, nice. they actually are the business, if you sign up for their subscription, they will actually send you a house filter. So you don't have to go go to Lowe's and fix it. I mean, Wait, what what uh, this? My MyHouseFilter.com. MyHouseFilter.com. I'm going okay. to go there. I mean, you're totally going there. How many times you got one, gotten one, and you're like, oh, crap. This yeah. Every I always time. forget. Yeah. So it's like six yeah. months. You pull that thing out because you know air conditioners not working all of a sudden. It's like okay, it's hot in here. You know, oh, wait a minute. You know, yeah. so yeah. yeah that, so, that's, so the only way that service works is that they get people to sign up for their right. newsletters. And so basically, they have all of their HVAC technicians while they're working say, Hey, by the way, do you want to sign up to to get these reminders? Okay, here's this information. Sign up. Done and done. So, so it cuts out all the middle Texting to subscribe. Yeah. yeah. Subscribe right there while they're doing the work. Then you're already signed up. The technician doesn't have to carry a paper back to the receptionist who then gives it to the marketing coordinator. You then have to type it in. You then have to type it in and type it in incorrectly. Now, the question is myhousefilter.com. Is that correct? Should be, yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, we have one other instance uh, where we, we've actually been doing this for a couple of years with uh, local high school sports magazine, Vice oh. Magazine. Um, we built it initially as a really customized thing for them because they do um, basically as an entry to to win Colts tickets or something like that at high school football games. But um, throughout the season, they'll get um, 
you know, 100 or 200 per game at these high school games. And then um, when they do the, uh, the, the, the playoffs and the championships and stuff like that here at the state level, uh, we, we've seen as much as three or 4,000 um, wow. opt-ins. Of course, so you're, you're pulling, you know, I don't know how many people to the stadium at that point. But the, the, um, great, so. the great thing there, though, is, you know, text messaging is a bit, just a bit anonymous and a bit intrusive, right? You know, I don't, when, when I get an ad on a text message, uh, well, I very rarely sign up for them. But when I when I do, I'm usually like, "What? What is this interrupting me?" You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And uh, and and so and then from the from the advertiser side, I have a phone number. I don't have I don't know who that person is. Yeah, who they, yeah, I don't have anything. And so it just seems to me like this is a really cool way to kind of bridge that gap. Good point. Yeah. You know that yeah. that. Maybe it's not as intrusive as, you know, text messaging someone, and, you know, there's a little bit more to it because you can email, collect more information. Well, it's the beginning of creating that relationship, right? Back to retention versus acquisition, you're acquiring and, you know, Mm -hmm. building that relationship. (laughs) We can't lose Valerie. Valerie's asking, they said you first (laughs) filters? We're actually developing right now second-tier texting. Where, like I said, we talk about the new stadium down in Evansville. Yeah. And we're working with the hockey team right now about doing a texting program through a TV campaign. Right. We text in, get a package, so we're doing TV exposure to get those texts a week ahead of time. Now we have follow-ups on the other packages, but the idea is to transition that, and we're working that through right now of saying, you know, we want your feedback. What other kind of contest or product would you like to hear about? Go to our website yeah. and register there for a more extensive survey and another contest. Because you've already gotten in on, on the premise of it, right? Now you got them opting in on the website. Well, so but now they, you're capturing the email as well if, you, if they but, choose to. But the thing is, is like you know, I'm just sitting here thinking. It just makes my mind race. You know that if I'm a restaurant, you know, and I had a text to subscribe there, you know, if I all the places where I don't have my laptop, I don't have it. You know, TV commercial is probably a great place for a text to subscribe. You know, um, do you? Yeah, yeah, we do. yeah. We, um, Meekum Autumn. Oh, awesome. And I think Pat Hall did one, too. Yeah, have you seen the Meekum on the muscle or what? I actually have seen those on TV, yeah. and it's funny because I never used to pay much attention. I love the mock cars, but never could afford, you know, the prices on the really restored ones. So I clicked through because otherwise I'll get, you know, you know, a little uh, wanting. But, yeah, there you go. but uh, now, now that when I'm clicking through and I see that on TV, I always stop and watch for a while wondering if we're going to see it or not. You know, it's a little ego thing, right? So, um, anyhow. Well, let's, let's talk a lot about texting. Let's move back to. Yeah, let's, let's do a short break. I want to. Uh, We'll listen to a Zoomerang ad, Zoomerang surveys and polls, and uh, Zoomerang actually has text messaging too. <laughs> um, but we'll uh, we'll listen to this, and then when we get back, I want to hear more about um, doing business with Deliver, how people can get in touch with you, and what kind of packages you offer, and everything else. So here we go. Have you ever wanted to survey your customers or employees but thought it was just going to take too much time or cost too much? Well, it doesn't have to. With Zoomerang Online Surveys and Polls, you can sign up for free and send an unlimited number of surveys and polls. 
It takes just minutes to create and send a professional-looking survey. Zoomerang makes it easy to get started with a newly updated user interface and over 100 professional templates you can customize. It's easy, fast, and best of all, free. The data you get from surveys can be invaluable to help you make better business decisions and plan for the future. Get started today by signing up for a free account at Zoomerang.com. I love those guys. They're, they're a lot like working with you folks that, um, you know, it's really funny that here we are with clients and, you know, our job is to promote clients and help them with their marketing efforts and everything else. And half the time you guys are promoting us. Yeah. You know, I'm on Twitter and you guys are mentioning us and Zoomerang is mentioning us. And I'm like, no, no, that's you guys don't have to do that. We're supposed to go the other way. But if you want to find me to talk about me, go ahead. Yeah, I just love the fact that we have partners. Like, I I almost hate calling it sponsors. I almost, yeah. you know, I like I like partners better you, because, that's, that's the operator, that's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that's good. So, so Neil, you talked a little bit before about about who your customer, what your customer looks like, and, and maybe um, just go over that one more time. You know, the type of customer that should really be calling Deliver and doing business with them. Yeah. Uh, so, if you're out there... Uh, uh, pushing content and looking for better results, and you're not sure how to go about doing that, you want to call Deliver. Yep. Also, if you're on the other end, if you're signed up with an enterprise provider, uh, spending a lot of money for bells and whistles we've mentioned earlier that you don't use, yep. uh, and you need uh, some personal attention, a company that's a little bit smaller, that's closer to the, uh, to the customer, you want to call Deliver. Yeah, and that's what I've heard over and over again. I'd stake my reputation on that, honestly, because that's that's all I've heard about your company um, out and about. So. Yep. And also, you know, another arm of the business that um, certainly we don't necessarily outward, out, outwardly market, but, I mean, integration. So there are a lot of companies who just use our API to uh, plug email into their existing workflow, too. So, right. uh, you know, I mean, we're a robust solution that you can operate that way as well. So, of course, you don't get to see our smiling faces and work with us as much, but... <laughs> But I do because I'm I'm going to be up there next week yeah, talking the integration with you yeah, guys. So so I'm looking forward to that. So what's um what's coming down the line for you guys from a uh, for, for email marketing in, in general? What's kind the of next work? feature I'm not going to use? Well, I wasn't going to say feature. <laughs> I was kind of more more along the lines of trend, you know, because I I remember um you know. I guess it was last year when Facebook came out with you could get your own Facebook email address. And their concept was it wasn't about email, it was about messaging in general, right? Um, it was whether it be an email, a text message, or a, a, an IM and all that. So, you know, from from your perspective, email marketing, how, how's it going to evolve, I guess? And what's the next? Well, what needs to be on everybody's mind for 2012 is mobile. We've been talking about mobile. Uh, uh, return path. Uh, just came out with a survey uh, that showed that 23% of emails uh, in Q3 of 2011 were viewed on a mobile device. Wow. And I think there's a lot of email marketers out there that have been using their same old templates for years and years, uh, and they're they're building their emails uh, on a monitor uh, yeah. that's, uh, you know, that's 12 by 14 inches. Yeah. And they're not thinking that they think everybody is going to view um, that artwork and that layout on, on a large screen, and it's just it's so anymore. So uh, everybody needs to take a look at uh, what they're sending and uh, and render that on a mobile device and and and, and see if you're happy with, with what you're. And, and I, I and to that point, you know, I've read I've read a, a lot about that as well. Is mobile's mobile's this incredible clearinghouse for email? 
that that mm -hmm. you will still check email back at the office, but you get rid of all the emails that you're not interested in while you're sitting at the airport or, mm -hmm. you know, um, God forbid driving your car. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I'm, we never do that. Yeah, okay. no, no. And, uh, you know, so, I mean, that points to, you know, you really have to have a compelling subject line, okay. you know, something that one says, I have to save this. You know, and it has to be preview. You know, you want someone to be able to preview it without, you know, doing their finger motion to kind of spread it out and look at it and everything else. So, simplifying the the email is going to be really important. Another yeah, another thing that we're uh, that our account managers are armed with, and if we have a client, we believe me, we were having we are having a lot of clients come to us about that very same thing. Mobile, I need to you know look at my template, and our first step of action is, well, let's survey your clients and let's invest in some tools to really look at your audience to see, okay, how big of a deal is mobile really for you? Right. Because, you know, again, it, it's going to vary depending on your, your audience, your subscribers, and uh, so, you know, before we engage in that, that's kind of our piece of advice, too, is there are a lot of great tools out there that are going to show you precisely how many of your audience are human via mobile, and nice. then also a simple old-school survey is going to tell you as well how they like to digest information. So. You know, that's going to better arm our, us and our designers to create the best template for you. Are we ever going to, is, is email the the original, you know, HTML invention ever going to evolve, you know, as HTML, HTML were version 5, email is 20 years old, and we're still with well, the original. I was actually going to kind of ask, <laughs> you, you know, with email marketing, um, yeah, there's a text-only version, and then there's an HTML mind type, right? And you're talking about mobile, and from my perspective, if you design an email for a mobile screen, <laughs> you know, it's obviously not going to look you know, on a big screen where you're going to have a certain number there opening. So along the lines of what Doug's talking about, is is there is email going to have responsive capability? Is HTML email going to be responsive on that level, or are they going to add a uh, another mind type where you can put that third... I say mime type. That's not what I'm. The right word. Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, yeah. Use your option for uh, mobile options. Where you can have the second. Yeah. You, know, you, you can add text only in HTML. Kevin Mullen oh. said maybe when Microsoft stops using Word for rendering. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Not to get too technical, but but there is a way to code an email so that it will spread horizontally on a larger screen to some extent right. and still be viewable on a mobile device. Okay. When and a lot of the mobile. Like Android, iPhone, a lot of the smartphones will automatically make it responsive too. Right. They will. They'll reformat. They right. will reformat to column width. To a certain extent. To, so, to a certain extent. So yeah. there are there are limits as to what you can do, and you need to test. And and that's you know so so for you know become a customer at Delivera, and that's the kind of thing that you guys can can provide is helping people get that design and layout. You know where it's going to master that. We do that every day. Awesome, awesome. Well, how do people get a hold of you guys? Sure. Well, people get a hold of us at www.delivera.com. We're actually going through a website redesign. Visit us in about a few weeks, and you might see something different. <laughs> so you can go there today. Um, obviously, find us on social media at Delivera, uh, Facebook page Delivera. Uh, Neil. You have a Google Plus page. We. Yes, we do. I know. I, I added it. We're part of the circle. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if those are crop circles. Or yeah. Yeah. And, in high school, we can do it now, right? and are there any events that you guys are planning on attending this year or going to be at? Or? Yeah, uh, you know, uh, EEC. 
Okay. Yeah, and there's some others. You know, we are uh, actually finalizing that right now and budgets and event schedules. So we'll, we'll definitely post them on our website. So check the Deliver a blog. Yes. Um, that's where you can find out. Yeah. And, and please, I mean, contact these folks. They're, they're, they're just incredible people to work with. So, um, I, I, oh, an awesome blog, too, they said. That's what Jen said. Thank you. I guess i got to read it more. I guess. You guys have Way to go, Don. Hey, I'm trying to get blog posts on mine, you know. Thank God for Lamar. She, she, I saw that one come through. I was like, yes, I don't have to write one this afternoon. <laughs> Check out our blog. And we would be remiss if we didn't leave you with a phone number. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Area code, area code 317. Nine one five nine four zero zero. Nine four zero zero. You got to have an answer right now. Yeah. Yeah. Operators are standing by. <laughs> well, and I think I think it might be and good. If you're one of the first one hundred callers in the next fifteen minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Carolina, T-shirt. Well, I do. I do. I, I, when, next week when I come up, I do want to talk about that responsive design. I want to. I want to uh, learn more there, because um, that's that's definitely a hot button for for all of our clients too. So I really appreciate you guys coming down and taking the time. This is uh, incredible. And and uh, for those of you that hung on, there are tons of guests. Uh, uh, for those of you that hung on through the ten minutes of silence at the beginning of this. Um, I'll download the audio and then uh, cut that out and then re-upload it so that um, so that you guys can listen to it again and share it and everything else. You guys got a, a alma mater on there. Look at I that. know, Carissa. Well, yeah. She's our number one fan <laughs> and our number one. <laughs> she is a groupie, isn't she? Awesome. All right, Carissa. <laughs> Well, thank you. Thank you so much for coming down today. And you guys are going to hear a lot more from Delivera. And you'll uh, hopefully we'll have an ad maybe in a couple of weeks to, to run on the... Yes, we will. <laughs> we will. We will. <laughs> I'm not putting you on the spot, I promise. You can. You know, please. <laughs> so this is Doug, and uh, you guys want to tell everybody? Sean? Uh, Sean Ray, Find Your Ray Consulting, and Go Local Pros in Evansville. But I also want to interject the uh, Indiana Social Media Summit and the SmackDown Awards uh uh, nominations are tomorrow night, and Doug Carr is nominated. So, uh -oh. if anybody else wants to vote or nominate anybody, uh, www.pip.com or .in.com. So, just want to throw that Say out. that one more time. www.pip.in.com. Wow. That's I didn't make it up. I'm just, I'm just promoting. Peeping.com. I don't know about that. I don't. I don't. I try to avoid sites that are. When you win the award, you can rename it. How about yeah. that? <laughs> there you go. And uh, Jen, we have Jen back here. Jen Lisak. She's Hello. she's she's quiet back there. Jen just got her Mac back from the store. It was sick, so she's happy. She had a catastrophe. So. For real. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jen Lisak, unofficial. Damage control. Um, <laughs> Damage control. Add Jay Lee back on Twitter. <laughs> Damage control. That's ironic. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a holiday now. I do. I do. We had a big meeting with your group yesterday, and and you weren't here. I know. Where was I at? Yes, I was up at Gleaner's Food Bank actually. That's awesome. Um, getting a tour up there and meeting some of the folks from, from their team. So. Uh, had a great visit. Great stuff they're doing up there. So Mohammed's an amazing talent with HCC MIS in town. They do uh, travel insurance uh, for corporations, uh, but but Mohammed's in charge of their social uh, yeah. um, interaction, which is 
absolutely just top-notch SEO, social. Um, he's doing amazing work there. So um, uh, uh, definitely a young star and in in up-and-comer. Right. You're going to hear a lot more about him. So, and then the Harry Howe. Harry Howe is Howe Leadership, and uh, you can find me at howlead.com. Oh, and I should have said hccmis.com. There we go. And at hccmis. Adam Small with Connective Mobile and Digital Home Info, and um, at Adam Small. I love how everybody stays in the chat room for this. This is fantastic. And uh, do you guys have your own personal Twitter accounts to? Uh, mine is N F Berman B E R M A N. There we go. M uh, Megan C Glover. <laughs> there we go. So follow them, guys, and we'll announce those. Jen's probably tweeting them right now, right? Yeah. <laughs> sure she is. <laughs> She's snoring over there. All right, everybody. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. <laughs>